It's time for the Creatives Podcast, your home for the best talk and discussion from the photography and modeling world to everything in between. Three, two, one, we have liftoff. Broadcasting live from the HCC Inc. studios in the heart of beautiful Space City, Houston, Texas, here's your host, John Sherman and Sylvana McIntyre. Hello, Houston. I am John. And I'm Sylvana, and we're your host for the Creatives Podcast. Welcome aboard today. So today's a pretty exciting day. We're actually doing a podcast road show, right, Savannah? Yes, this is the first time we're actually going portable with this equipment. Yes, so we are on board the U.S. Coast Guard Cutter Morris. And Sylvana, you want to tell people why we're here? We are actually here. I don't know if you guys remember me mentioning this in the past. We're out here to help the owner, Rick, which uh, we have a surprise for you later. Uh, get it cleaned up. The plan is to get this restored, back to service, repainted, get it all up and going. And we are going to be helping him turn it into a museum in the very near future. So we're pretty excited. We have a good turnout of volunteers. HCC really showed up today. Mm-hmm. We've been cleaning diligently, so we're almost done with our cleaning, and we will be going to eat lunch together in a little bit, so really looking forward to that after all this work. I I do want to say, I know that there's a lot of people that did want to come out today, and we had several people reach out to us say we wish we could come, but we've got stuff going on. I just want to say thank you. I know you couldn't be here, but I do want to thank all those listeners that... You know, we did want to make an effort to be out here today. Of course, I want to thank everyone that is here today. I think there's 17 of us or so. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, we've got people actually from Galveston here that live nearby that dropped in. We've got, you know, photographers, models, hair and makeup artists. Everyone's here kind of lending a hand. And it's been actually a lot of fun. And we are very thankful because the weather held up. Because today actually showed on the forecast 90% chance of rain. And we thought we were going to get rained out. We weren't going to be able to paint the exterior of the ship, but we actually are having beautiful weather, and it's been a great time out here. So next time we come out here, we'd love to see you. For those of you that you know asked me about coming and couldn't make it today, we'd love to see you next time. The more help we get, the better, and it's actually more fun with more people. So make sure you reach out to us or keep an eye out on the Facebook group to see when we're going to be coming out to do more stuff out here next time. Yeah, we'll be coming out and helping the clean it up some more and also i'm sure we'll be doing another fundraising shootout here too yes we actually did have a photographer come out here today um to, to scope it out and check it out and help us a little bit but he was really really astounded by how beautiful it is and how big it is he, he was telling me you know from a photographer standpoint there's so many good angles to work with it's you know there's other ships near it so you can get really good background that's completely natural and uh, i just want to tell you guys excuse the background noise we're actually literally recording from the control room right now on the bridge (laughs) on the bridge so i will take pictures we have a lot of behind the scenes stuff for to post to post on our facebook but that background noise that's where that's coming from so i apologize for that but we're literally going portable so so we have had some excitement over the last few days we have an enormous opportunity at NRG to volunteer and raise some more funds for HCC to put back into the community. So, Lynn, you want to tell us a little bit more 
about that? Yes, guys, this is very exciting news. We have actually partnered with NRG Stadium. If you guys know, downtown where the big Texans games are played, where the rodeo is hosted, where all the cool concerts, the big concerts are going. We're actually going to be volunteering, serving concessions at the concession stand. And the money that we make serving these concessions will actually be a fundraiser. And Aramark, who manages that, will actually pay the money back to the Houston Creative Collective. So the more people we have out volunteering, the more events that we go to, the more things we do with them, the more active we are, obviously, they will give us more funds to go, which in effect, we're going to be using that for equipment, for props, for events, for education, for anything that the organization really needs. And eventually, we're looking... Our goal long term is really to have scholarships and education funding and stuff like that. And so it would be really good for us to start fundraising early on to be able to make this goal come to life eventually. Yes, this is a really good opportunity for our organization. It's a consistent method of funding for us. And we'd appreciate anybody and everybody that would like to come and volunteer. So essentially, you'd be a HCC section volunteer. So You wouldn't be just thrown out there and not know anybody in a particular area. They bunch us all together. So we work alongside each other, serving the concessions. And this is a great opportunity. So we get to go do this at Texan games, at concerts, at the rodeo. And they even have a contract at Minute Maids to do concessions. So we'll even be over there sometimes. Um, the good thing about it, I know I had a couple questions from interested volunteers earlier today, is questions that I want to answer on the radio so everybody knows. If the parking is a concern, they actually offer free parking on certain designated lots, and it's very close within walking distance of NRG. So we get dedicated parking as volunteers, and we also get meals at the events that we volunteer at. We get plenty of breaks, we get water, and Really, honestly, I'm looking forward to attending a lot of these really cool concerts. I missed the Garth Brooks one because that was a few months ago. As you guys know, I'm a huge fan. Uh, But there will be other ones in the future that I'm really excited about being a part of. But the whole goal is for us to do this as a group, you know, together, make this a fun event. Um, So if you guys are interested, we've posted flyers. We don't have a event yet posted for the next time that we're planning on volunteering. But I do want to let you guys know that the first Texans game is on September 11th. Um, If you are interested in volunteering, you don't have to go through an actual volunteer class because we as officers have already, you know, completed that training on behalf of the organization. However, you do have to get your TABC license, which they do provide for free, and it's good for two years. If you have your own, that's great. If you want to go out and get your own, I believe it's like 8 or $10, I think. I'm not sure. But the only requirement you have is to be a TABC licensed to be able to volunteer for the September 11th Texans game. And if you aren't TABCs and have that certification, you can actually still volunteer in the retail. So if you have a a 16 or 17 year old and you want to do something together, you both can actually go and volunteer doing retail with us. So as Savannah said, September 11th is the first game. So we need as many people as possible that would like to volunteer. And you can either reach out to me at john at HoustonCreativeCollective.org or Savannah at Savannah at HoustonCreativeCollective.org and send us an email and we gladly will help get you set up. And hopefully we see some of y'all on September 11th. Yeah, that would be great to see you out there. Uh, And if you can't, again, make it on September 11th, we are going to be posting up future opportunities for the future games that are coming. 
I believe there's 10 games in the season that they were telling us about. And then there's also the other events that I mentioned previously. So anything that might pique your interest, please let us know. Yes. So we hope to see a lot of great HCC volunteers turn up and help us out. Yes. We love your smiling faces. Okay. So, Sylvana, I see we got one of our wonderful volunteers here today with us to Yes, we have a surprise guest for you guys. We have Alexandra, who's actually one of our board members, one of the original board members that agreed to being a part of this great adventure with us from the very start. And she's been very, very supportive so far. So we just wanted to bring her on the radio today because she's here helping out. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Hi, welcome, Alexandra. Thanks for coming aboard and helping us out. And thank you. Thank you so much. We know you're you're on the board of directors, and you don't necessarily have to come out to each event, but we are so happy when our board members actually get involved and, and come out and yes. show their support. So that's wonderful. We appreciate you coming. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. I was glad to see you all this. Thank you. It's so good to see you. I know she works crazy hours as well, and thankfully she was able to come out and volunteer today. But she's been one of those people, like I said, from the start. She's been to every event. She's been to every volunteer event that we've had. She's a huge support to all of us. And um, if you haven't shot with her yet, she's an amazing model. I'm sure you guys have seen her pictures all over Facebook. I'm a huge fan myself. So, Sasha, can you tell us? And by the way, guys, she also does, does, does go by Sasha as her nickname, so feel free to call her that as well. I just wanted to tell you guys that in case you see her posts. Can you tell us a little bit about why you joined the organization and why this appealed to you, Sasha? Oh, absolutely. Well, modeling is something new for me, and when I shot first time with John, I was like, this is something interesting. He invited me join organization and honestly I look at it and I was like there's something that I really want to do and be a part of it yeah so it's really my pleasure to be every time on each of this event because every time it's something new and interesting it helps like people around me and me develop you know try something new yeah I think it's a future opportunity for people like us yeah I think it's definitely a growing it's definitely a self-growing adventure for all of us me as a model as myself like I have learned and gained so much just by working with plenty of other photographers and other models you know I'm not by myself there's always other models to learn from and we've all become really really good friends and our family is definitely growing so we would love to have you guys join us in any events that you can I'm really happy to see that we see a lot of really new names popping up on future events that are coming up so thank you guys for joining us and believing in this yes absolutely Sylvana I couldn't have said it any better and people like Sasha and Sylvana and myself, we all have full-time jobs. We all work. We all have other things, you know, but we do and are able to find time to come out and come together. And when we do do things like that, not only are we helping the community, but we're also helping each other as well. We are, like Sylvana mentioned, we're like a big family. And that's the feeling you'll get as a volunteer with HCC. You're not just coming out and no one's going to know your name. We all know each other by name. We all have common interests. We all work together really well. And it really is a big family. It really is. So, Sasha, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? How long have you been doing modeling? So for me, it's something more new, probably around a year and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you've been doing this for like 10 plus years. I know. <laughs> I always wanted to try, but I was scared. And actually, I think this organization really helps me to open up and not be scared to meet like new people, to try new stuff. Yeah. 
So Sasha really is a phenomenal model. She's one of my favorites to shoot with. And not only is she a great model, but she's a great person, great friend as well. So you'll find if with HCC, a lot of people like Sasha here that are here to help and here to volunteer and work together and help our community, our great community in Houston, get better. Yeah, honestly, Sasha, if I hadn't asked you that question today, I really thought you've been doing this for several, several years. So you're doing (laughs) a great job. So like I said, make sure you guys check out her Instagram, check out her Facebook as well. She is on both platforms. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of her pictures on the HCC Facebook page. And Sasha, do you want to share your Instagram with everyone? Oh, yeah. So they can find you? Yes, so on uh, Facebook, I'm Alexandra Udell, and my name spells from O, O L E K S. I know it's kind of weird. <laughs> but for my Instagram, it's Alexandra118. Yeah, and there's an underscore I'm between the Alexandra <laughs> and the 118. Just wanted to clarify that. Yes, <laughs> and, and I know people are going to ask. So, Sasha, you want to let people know where you're from? Because I know the accent. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. Uh, I'm Ukrainian. I have been in the United States for like six years. I used to live in Galveston for a year and a half. And for the past four and a half years, I'm in Houston. I love it here. It's a lot of opportunities, probably. I cannot imagine myself in any other places. In that's nice to hear. Yeah, and we're grateful to have you uh, with us, thank Sasha, you. and as a board member as well. Thank you for joining us today, Sasha, yeah, both thank you, on Sasha. the radio and on the volunteer yeah. event. Follow her on Instagram. Give her a shout-out. She's very friendly. She'll tell you hello. And if you want to learn about HCC, she'll be happy to tell you about our organization as well and how to get involved. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Sasha. Okay, and we are now going to welcome in our main guest of this podcast, Mr. Rick Sharp with the Marine Aviation Museum. Some of y'all know it as the Vietnam War Flight Museum as well. But without further ado, welcome, Rick. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you guys for coming out and volunteering. It was really a lot of help. We were happy to do it. Honestly, it was We're honored to be here. The ship is amazing, like I've mentioned before to everybody. And real quick, I want to interject. If you guys remember the pictures that we posted of our Top Gun photo shoot, that was the Vietnam uh, War Flight Museum Museum that we are talking about. So Rick is in charge of that as well, and he was really gracious to have us come out there and do our photo shoot out there. And then he also has been letting us come out here and shoot here on site with the ship as well. So we're very, very happy and very thankful and grateful to Rick for allowing us to do that. So this is just something very, very small that we can do to give back. Yes, and we're more than happy to come out here and help. Rick, you want to tell us what what plans you have with the Coast Guard Cutter Morris? Well, we're going to restore it as close as we can to its original configuration. This boat, when you think about it, this is only 14 years younger than the Texas and only 15 years younger than the Titanic. Wow. wow. So this, wow. this ship, is it was in service for quite a while. It was retired from Coast Guard uh, duty in 1972. You can see it in a lot of the 1950s TV shows, mm-hmm. especially uh, Sea Hunt. It was probably in 10, 15 episodes of Sea Hunt. Oh and gosh. then it was in an episode of Perry Mason. So it, it was the Coast Guard cutter on the, on the West Coast. This boat also was taken by the Navy in, in 1941 and returned back to the Coast Guard in 1946. The Navy had reconfigured it as a sub-chaser. Wow. That is some really, really cool history. I cannot believe I'm working on a piece of history right now that dates that far back. 
Yeah, and this is going to be turned into a museum ship, Rick? It, it is. So our real plans for it are to try to get a Coast Guard exemption, kind of like they did with the living history flights with aircraft, mm. and uh, keep it out in the bay, maybe do some, some tours. If we can get some youth activities on it, take it to, to maybe Florida once a year, wow. and it remains completely seaworthy. It just finished in September last year. It, it docked for the first time in, in Texas, and it completed a 5,000-mile journey from the Sacramento River through the Panama Canal to Texas. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. So cool. So, Rick, I know we were just mentioning the Vietnam War Flight Museum. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, Because I was surprised the first time I visited, I actually never even knew we had such a gym in Houston. But when the first time I went over there and the first time I met Rick, let me tell you guys, Rick is probably the nicest guy you'll ever meet. The man does so much for our community and preserving our history, living history. Almost every one of the planes you'll see in the Vietnam War Flight Museum still fly, and he flies them. But if you ever are into aviation, military aviation especially, I tell you what, that is a one of a kind place we have right here in Houston. Uh, Rick, do you want to tell us about it, how you got started with the Warflight Museum and or Marine Aviation Museum and about some of the aircraft you have in there? Well, yeah, I, I've been a member of the CAF since 1979 and was involved with them. But but I noticed that, that there was really a gap. They, nobody was doing anything to preserve the Vietnam era aircraft. So as soon as I got a chance, we bought our Sky Raider in 2002, so we've had it for 20 years now, and that was really the start of the museum. And we've grown it now from the Sky Raider. We've got a, we've got a NAT, which is Vietnam era. It's, it's really uh, didn't serve in Vietnam. And, of course, we have a flyable MiG-15, MiG-17, and 21. I think we're the only museum in the world that has all three of those that are flyable. We have an S-2 tracker. We've got the O-1 Raven. And uh, inside the hangar now, we've got the CH-46. We have, uh, we're heavily involved with the Collings Foundation and help them out. And they have, of course, the F-4 Phantom, the F-100, and the A-4 Skyhawk that are all flyable. So we've got probably the largest collection of Vietnam-era aircraft that are flyable right here in Houston. Collings also has a Huey. We are now looking for an H-34. We'd love to have an H-34 because the Marines, that was kind of their mainstay. And we're also partners with the, the National Armor Museum, and they have a CH-46, which is, which is in our hangar. So, so neat. You guys have to check this out when you get a chance. Yeah, and folks, what you really need to understand is the maintenance on these aircraft. It's expensive. The rent for the hangar, it's expensive. And the museum is a nonprofit, so they run on donations just as we do. So if you want to give to a great cause, you're into aviation or even the seaside of things, the Vietnam War Flight Museum, Marine Aviation Museum, it's a great place to give. Rick, you want to tell people uh, the, the PayPal for the Marine Aviation Museum? Yes, we have a PayPal set up under Museum at AOL.com. And if you can also go to our website, www.vietnamwarflight.com.org.net. It'll, either one will take you there. And there's a donate button on that site. So we would love to have your donations. We run all volunteer. 
So we'd love to have you come out and volunteer. Absolutely. And then also another thing that's really, really cool about the museum is they do allow people to come, photographers to come and uh, shoot photography. And you can actually contact me and I can help you out with that for a, a nominal, really a nominal donation for what you get to shoot with over there. You can come up close and personal with a lot of these aircraft yeah. as well and know that the money you're donating to go and do that is going to the maintenance and the preservation of these wonderful aircraft. And it helps improve the museum as well. And HCC as a whole, we also look forward to going over to the museum and helping helping the museum out over there as well, just as we are here on the Cutter. It's a really great organization. We believe in them. They're doing a lot of good folks. Go to the website, as Rick mentioned, donate, get involved with them as well. Go volunteer. Um, there's nothing like it. When you walk into that place, I promise you, you're going to have the same reaction I did of amazement that we have this right here in, in Houston. Houston. Yeah, it's definitely breathtaking. As someone who got to model with aircraft and got to experience that for the first time ever, really as a model and just as a regular civilian, really, it was really, really impressive to see, you know, the kind of history that's being preserved there. And like, just, you know, I, you have to see it because it's so breathtaking. Like John said, I can't explain it over the radio, but just getting to shoot with these aircrafts is like such a privilege and it's such an honor. So if you get the opportunity to do it, we do appreciate you guys donating to the museum. Either if you can't do financially, we understand if you can volunteer, you know, as Rick mentioned, they are always looking for volunteers. There's never a shortage of volunteers. So give back in any way that you can. It's Anything is welcome at this point. Absolutely. Well, Rick, we know you're super busy and we appreciate you coming. Is there anything else you can add about the museum that you'd like folks to know? Well, one thing uh, I would like to add, we, we were donated the remains two years ago of the Hanoi Hilton, the Wallow Prison. Uh, wow. We really didn't have a place to set it up here in Houston, so we, we partnered with the Heritage Museum outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and Stowe, Massachusetts. They have started, one of the things we did, we said we'd give it to them on permanent loan if they could possibly get the whole display ready by February of 2023, which marks the 50th anniversary of the first release of U.S. prisoners from the Wallow Prison. Wow. So they were able to do that. The construction has gone well now. I, when, you, when you see the original concrete floor from the Wallow Prison, a.k.a. Hanoi Hilton, when you see the, the beds with shackles, it's, it's very heart-rendering. You know, you realize what our, yeah. what our POWs went through when yeah. they were incarcerated in that prison. So if you guys would, too, if you want to donate to that, you can look it up on the, on the web. It's the Hanoi Hilton Project, and we'd love to have your donations for that, too. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate you yes. joining us here, and we look forward to seeing a lot more of you. And, folks, we hope you go out and check out the Marine Aviation Museum, Vietnam War Flight Museum, and once they get this Coast Guard cutter finished, come out and see it as well. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, guys. Okay, folks, so I guess that is it for today's mobile podcast. Thank you so much again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes, Until you. next time, Houston. Bye, Houston. 
The Creatives Podcast is your home for HCC Inc., a 501c3 nonprofit serving the Houston community. Please share, follow, and subscribe to keep up with what we are doing. Learn how to volunteer, attend a skill building or educational event, and to listen as we cover topics relevant to our creative scene. For John, Silvana, and the entire HCC Inc. team, I'm Leo Bustos. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.